0: Welcome to Let's Talk Pixels. I'm Zee Andrews and today I'm joined by the lovely award-winning Katie Flamman, whose clients include British Heart, British Heart Foundation, American Express, Sega, Volkswagen and many more unsponsored brands. Katie, how are you? I'm really well, thank you, Zee. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Just living through the foggy, foggy days indoors. <laughs> yeah
1: it's a bit murky this morning isn't it mm. Never, yeah. mind. But, Never mind. but
0: people in my town have taken nice pictures of deer in the woods so that's nice misty deer <laughs> mm. and they're like black deers as well so they're really pretty mm, very nice yeah definitely <laughs> um so how about we get started by you telling us how you got started in vo yeah
1: um i'm i've a lot of people in voiceover are actors or have an acting background and my background is a bit different. I was a broadcast journalist by training. Um, I did lots of acting and, and um, radio drama and things at university. Um, But then I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And so I went and got trained as a broadcast journalist and I worked for um, various different radio stations and, and TV stations, but with a focus on news. And I went into television news as my career. Um, and I did that for about seven, eight years. I worked for the BBC and ITN for a long time with Channel Five News. And ITV used to have a news channel, and I worked on that. And then I went over to Sky um, and carried on working for Channel Five News. They were doing the news at that time and Sky News and things. And then I had my children. And news doesn't really go with children. Um, news is very much twenty-four-seven business and so were children <laughs> and um and I kind of didn't want anybody else to look after them um so I stopped and I stopped for 10 years um doing anything in that field really and I did a few other jobs when my kids were small but it was only in 2014 ish that I started thinking I would quite like to have something for me and a friend of mine did voiceover who I knew from uni who was an actor, but also did voiceover and, and I said to him, do you think I could do this? And he said, Oh, well, there's lots of people that sound like you, about your age. I don't know. There's a lot of competition. So that was like a red rag to a ball. <laughs> so, um, so I thought, right, I'm going to try this. And I did um, a little course with the show reel as an introduction to voiceover to see if I was any good. And I got some quite positive feedback from that. And after that, I just thought, what have I got to lose? So I bought some kit on Amazon and I turned my coat cupboard into a recording booth. And, and then I just started auditioning for things. And I started booking work, um, which was as a big, bigger surprise to me mm. <laughs> as anybody else, I think. Um, and then it just kind of went from there, really. So, um, so, yeah, that's my background. I used to read the news and be a news reporter. And now I do all kinds of other stuff, um, but mostly just with my voice at the moment.
0: Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. So it was, was it more like the uh, sort of informative sort of public speaky kind of things that sort of like got you into that in the first place?
1: Well, I've, I've, I've always been booked most for corporate work and explainer videos and things like that. And I really also like doing um award show announcing and live event announcing. And um, there's not much of that live happening at the minute, but there's a lot online. Um, and that kind of as you say, informative, um, explanatory type reads. Those those are my kind of bread and butter. Um, and then character stuff and acting stuff is is the sort of fun stuff where you get to play a little bit more. But mostly I do get hired for sounding like this.
0: <laughs> Brilliant, yeah. You told that person wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking about um, your character work, because you've also been like on a Bard's Tale 4, was, wasn't it? That was the title? Yes. Um, a video game. Um, mm-hmm. so would you like to do more character work like more than um, more character yeah. like animation video games
1: i've i've been that's the side of, of my career that i have had less experience in video games and animation but i'm building on it and i've i've done a few video games this year um just minor characters um one i booked um earlier on at the beginning of the year in an american accent which i was really excited about mm-hmm. um i'm the mall announcer in um uh, Self checkout unlimited, which is a very cool, surreal get inside your head game, um, and I say welcome to Wilson's Centre Mall. Your business is important to us, things like that. Um, and I also put my first animation this year, which was really, really exciting. Um, and I can't tell you about it <laughs> because it hasn't been released yet. Um, so yeah, I would love to take on more character work, um, and we'll see. We'll see what twenty twenty one. Holds.
0: oh yeah definitely like i i for one have definitely been focusing more on that sort of thing because you know we both met at the neil Kaplan workshop that was we really did and that brilliant you... day when
1: when we were allowed to meet in person yeah,
0: <laughs> at the beginning of this year <laughs> back in the olden days mm. um, but the good thing is that you actually were the standout person for character work so that's got to be a good sign hasn't it
1: oh, that's very nice of you to say i think it, there was a lot of talent in that room um oh, yeah, yeah.
0: But you were the shining one. <laughs> um, bless, but, um, bless you. <laughs> yeah. It's but, um, it's really it's really, really
1: fun. And I've been doing loads of acting coaching this year, actually, to to build on that. Oh, um I started off, as you said, with with Neil Kaplan at the beginning of the year, and that was an in-person workshop. Mm-hmm. Um I've also been doing um I mean this year has been peculiar, hasn't it? Because yeah. a lot of opportunities for in-person training have well they've all gone but that's also meant that a, that a lot of new opportunities have opened up for for coaching online and i've been doing performance capture training with victoria atkin yeah she's she does the
0: thing doesn't she ex- exactly
1: she's um evie fry from assassin's creed and she mm-hmm. has a performance capture podcast um and she has runs uh, training classes and I'm on my second sort of season of, um, of training with it's called, um, peak up with the pros and each week you get a different coach. So I've trained with, um, with her, herself, Roger Clark from red dead redemption Two, Mm -hmm. Elizabeth Grullin, who played second sister in star Wars Jedi fallen order. She was amazing. Um, Mm -hmm. I've also done coaching with director Tom Keegan in a six week program, which the voiceover network organized, and he's just unbelievable. Um, and I'm also having, one-to-ones with stefan cornicard um i actually wanted to to talk about him a little bit so i looked up i looked up his credits um and he plays jean in saving private ryan by steven spielberg liquid snake in metal gear gabe logan in the siphon filter games and he's also the evil count raum in primal and he's unbelievable he does all sorts of classes and workshops um, and has a training um facebook page it's worth facebook group getting in that um He's a complete legend, and I'm really, really honoured to be doing one-to-one with him. And I've also done one-to-ones as, as individual classes with Mark Grau, who yeah. I know you know, who's a complete legend. Um, Adele Cutting, who's um, from voice of a director from Soundcuts. Randall Ryan from Hampstead Ball Studios. And Neil Kaplan and Mark Silk. So I've just completely thrown myself into, into character work this year, and I'm really hoping it, um, it's going to pay off and reap dividends going forward
0: yeah definitely like Neil Kaplan was definitely the catalyst for this for me this year um mm. like I spent most of like last year focusing on my day job and yeah I even I saw that you were doing coaching sessions with Mark Brown that got me oh my god he uh, why haven't I thought of this before why can't we just like do sessions online even before COVID I don't know why I didn't just like think of that before and um yeah I went to go seek to him for work and yeah he's really really good at what he does
1: He's lovely too. lovely you, man. I've definitely. been lucky enough to meet him in person a couple of times. And, um, oh, really? And yeah. yeah. Um, I met him at, <laughs> funny story with Mark Grau, I was um, nominated for a Voice Arts Award, I can't remember which year, 2017, I think, for my mm. video game demo reel. Um, and I was up against Mark Grau, <laughs> who was also <laughs> nominated for his video game demo wow. reel. So funnily enough, he won. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I, um, I kind of connected with him after that. I was like, oh, okay, I've got to make friends with this guy. Um, mm. and, um, and yeah, I've met him at the Voice Arts Awards a couple of times. I actually went and had lunch with him and his, his lovely partner um, last year, this time last year in, in LA. And um, yeah, he's, he's so nice. And it was really, but I'd never coached with him. So it was really good this year to, to do some one-to-ones. And as you say, you just have to take advantage of, of these things. When if the opportunity's there, go for it.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So since the holiday seasons are, it's basically around the corner—twenty-five days as we're recording this. So, nostalgia seems to be quite an underlying theme to this time of year. So, like, do you have any like favorite Christmas films? Do you think back to previous holidays, or is there anything that you do to feel nostalgic this time of year?
1: Well, it's also my birthday this time of year, and my oh. birthday is the week before Christmas. Um, so this time of year is always kind of. Um, normally we usually try and have the tree up in time for my birthday which is a week before but having got kids Christmas starts earlier and earlier and earlier Mm -hmm. um and so we actually started putting up outdoor lights this weekend just gone in November which is unheard of for us but um but yeah we did that but we like um getting out the the decorations that they made when they were little and Mm -hmm. they're they're kind of too cool for school teenagers now but um but all the sort of crumpled up things with glitter on we, we we lovingly put on the tree that they made when they were little and um got to have baileys at christmas oh, that's another yeah. a family tradition and I'm a really big fan of karaoke and we usually um do a lot of of going out for karaoke and and in home karaoke for christmas um but this year obviously it's all going to be at home so um so yeah we'll be doing a bit of that i need to figure out if we can put the karaoke thing Outside, because we're only having people over outside, mm. <laughs> so um, yeah, so those kind of things. Oh, and um, you said about films, um, I'm a big mm. fan of Bruce Willis, so Die Hard is my ultimate favorite Christmas movie. That,
0: that really stumped me when I first heard that people saying Die Hard was a Christmas <laughs> film <laughs> like it's set at Christmas, <laughs> it's a bit, of, a it bit is. of iron man 3 takes place at near christmas that's not a christmas film <laughs> gremlins that's a christmas film also <laughs> yeah even though this focus is away from christmas yes yes uh, so, like, um, oh oh that horror film mentioned christmas it's a christmas <laughs> film okay uh, what about it's a
1: wonderful life that does that count is that Christmassy enough oh and of course yes. we always watch doctor who the christmas doctor who special yeah um that's a family tradition too
0: Oh, so. oh, one thing that we watch um, is the Peep Show Christmas special.
1: Yes. That's yes. Oh, I've got a Peep Show fact for you. Oh. Um, my husband was at university with Robert Webb from Peep Show. Oh, and no he, was, he gave a reading at our wedding 100 oh, million no years way. ago. Yeah, there you go. That's oh. quite a good Peep Show fact, isn't it? <laughs>
0: Oh, it definitely is. I would love. I I wish Robert Webb would come to (laughs) my wedding.
1: There's still time.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Just need to find someone, get married, and also contact Robert Webb somehow. You've got time. (laughs) You've got time to make it all happen. All the all all, get all your ducks in a row. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, actually, you know, this is a bit of fun trivia as well. Um, you've seen The Inbetweeners, of course, yeah.
1: Mm, Ish. Yes. Oh, okay.
0: Well, there was an episode where um. Will's mum got connected with an old Facebook friend and goes to um, st- spend the weekend with him. But the role of the boyfriend quotation marks was actually like part of a contest or a raffle. Uh-huh. And the person who won it was my parents' friend. Wow, literally. Uh,
1: did they they did it right? <laughs>
0: yeah, they did it. Yeah, and it was his car as well. How cool
1: is that to yeah, be in the... that? I bet that's I bet they dine out on that
0: all the time oh I you not know, it's definitely some it, trivia to work, rep out of parties isn't it <laughs> definitely definitely <laughs> Good Claim to fame I like it very much <laughs> oh, de- <laughs> but yeah it was I mean obviously I think it'd be more meaningful for someone who wants to make a career out of it but obviously you've just got to you know have that flex whenever you talk to someone new
1: <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> or, or a good, one of those good true or false games as well
0: who was in this episode of the in <laughs> mm. <laughs> let me think <laughs> so um, I mean one thing I do around this time is like get the raspberry vodka out get some coke and just rewatch season two of stranger things so I think you, all, mm. you do it better
1: mm. well my daughter's a big stranger things fan so I expect we'll probably be watching rewatching it as
0: well she can't oh, wait oh, yes. for the next one to come out it's funny like I'm trying to get my mum to watch season three like we've only watched the first couple of episodes like before anything mm. actually starts happening and and it's like now she's just like dropped it and I'm like seriously we're, we're trying to watch something <laughs> like just get the get the binge mindset in you do it with like true crime dramas why can't you do it this
1: yeah yeah you have to you have to be quite dedicated I think if you're not totally into it to to then commit but um go on, follow through follow through you won't regret it it's very good
0: no definitely i, I can't wait for season four though
1: mm, my daughter's she's she's obsessed um so yeah um she's her christmas list has uh, star wars things mandalorian things stranger things things on it so mm-hmm. we're, we're working on that
0: <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't even seen the mandalorian properly <sighs> but- I like, hear so many good. Obviously, it's like really amazing. It's like the best thing since probably since the original series. But I, I just can't get into it at the moment. I just need to, I need to focus on it myself.
1: We like Baby Yoda, of course. Um,
0: oh, yeah. I know Baby Yoda.
1: <laughs> mm, we, but I think um, what I find really interesting about it, we just watched um, an episode on Friday night, and it's very like a video game to watch. A lot of the. The, i don't and i don't know if that's because video games are becoming so much more cinematic and realistic um or if a lot of mandalorian is is cgi but i think it's obviously a bit of both but um yeah i was watching it the a lot of the battle scenes and fight scenes and stuff thinking wow this is like the video games that i've been watching for for the the performance capture people um watching their cut scenes and things so yeah it's fascinating um it's very good entertainment too you can't beat baby yoda
0: oh yeah i definitely do <laughs> my, my brother and sister-in-law have actually adopted a little baby yoda <laughs> <gasps> tell me more how do you yeah, adopt like, a baby yoda like it's funny because on our family group chat they basically said that um um hold on i'll try to find the message um we might we'd like to announce a new addition to the family i thought they were holding (laughs) i thought they were holding a photo of a sonogram but no then i expanded the picture and it's a baby yoda figure (laughs) like a life-size one that's hilarious and then they um then they put him next to the um next to their like game area like next to their tv and put a little christmas headband on him (laughs) my mum even thought that they were they were having a baby an actual baby (laughs)
1: Yoda well next best thing
0: mm, yeah definitely I mean I got dumped <laughs> with um my brother's Japanese peace lily to look after because he was living with us for a while now he's gone back to Salisbury and now I'm stuck with his Japanese peace lily to look after
1: <laughs> that's in a film isn't it somebody says look after my peace lily what's hot that? fuzz? there you go <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes oh. top top um top movie hot fuzz there you go oh. Well, yeah, absolutely. Your brother, I hope you look
0: after it it's a big
1: responsibility right there
0: oh yeah she's got a name as well <laughs> what's she called Winifred <laughs> Winifred. Mm-hmm. yeah Winifred mm-hmm. the Japanese peace lily. <laughs> shout
1: out to Winifred in your podcast yeah <laughs> Love definitely
0: it. shout out to you Winifred I'll walk with you tomorrow <laughs> 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 but um so it's a bit preemptive but um you've also touched up on the um goal to do more character stuff in 2021 but are there any anything else that you'd like to pursue more in
1: 2021 yeah i i always i'm always trying new things and exploring new areas of my career and so so yeah i've been doing all the character training and stuff and and for next year i would really love to book a a, a big part in a video game don't mind what i'd like to book a performance capture job um i want to make more use generally of my on-screen self I'm going to make a, an on-screen acting show reel. Um, mm. And I, I did, used to used to be on camera. I used to present and read the news. And so I want to, to make more of that. I've actually been um, invited to do some presenting work this year. And that's a, a whole side of my past uh, career that I'm not tapping into anymore. And it, that's partly because when I started doing voiceover, I wanted something I could fit in around school runs and things and my children are now old enough to pretty much get the bus and sort themselves out so Mm. I've got a bit more freedom to go off and do a commercial shoot or or a a game in a studio or whatever so I've got a bit more freedom I think now so I want to try and make more of my on-screen self I want to keep growing my business um I'd love to do a big commercial campaign in the UK um and I want to keep looking after myself. I've lost, um, some weight this year and I'm, I want to get stronger and, um, yeah, just kind of build on that, um, whole new year, new me, new world (laughs) sort of thing. So yeah, lots of things to plan for for next year.
0: Oh, that's really good. I mean, my I've been trying to lose weight since lockdown, and it just hasn't worked. I'm going to try though in 2021. That's I'm going to mean it this time. I'm definitely going to lose those quarantine pounds in 2021. I swear. <laughs> you
1: got this. You got this. You warrior. You can do this.
0: Yeah, I can do it. <laughs> but, Absolutely. Um, so going back to these sort of um like the screen acting, the sort of screen work. Mm. Um, like, so would you like to do like more like TV roles as well, like on a soap? I
1: would. Oh gosh, I don't know. I my main passion will always be voice acting Mm -hmm. and I love the fact that you can conjure up characters and and imagery with incredible sound design and incredible acting so my main thing is always going to be voice acting but I'd like to be more in my body and Mm -hmm. I'd like to do video game work where the thing with a with a soap it's it's I don't know. It's all in the eyes. It's all in the mm-hmm. face. It's very, very tiny, nuanced. And I think performance capture acting—they put cameras all over you, so there's that as well. But yeah. in a in a performance capture video game, I could be um, a, a warrior princess. I mm-hmm. could be a witch. I could be all kinds of characters that you wouldn't necessarily get unless you're in *His Dark Materials* on TV or or in a in a soap or something. So I don't know really, but, but what appeals to my imagination is the, the complete realm of imagination that is, um, that is video games, but we'll see. We'll see. I will not say no to anything. Probably. No, I don't know what
0: the future holds. You
1: don't, you don't. And whilst I've got, that's not true. I do say no to things, but, um, but I think you, some you never know what's going to lead to the next thing to the next thing. Um, no. so yeah i'm 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 open to the universe to to drop some drop some gems in my lap and then we'll just see what happens
0: mm, absolutely my cat's just joined me now <laughs> hello like, pussy cat s- sitting on my lap
1: <laughs> oh that's really nice mine is sitting outside my studio door she made a big racket <laughs> when i just before we started but she's got a little seat just outside my booth and it's right up next to the radiator. So we come in in the morning, the two of us, and we put the heating on and she's curled up now fast asleep um, next to the radiator. So she's very happy.
0: Oh, bless. No, my, my cat just like, is like sitting on my lap clawing at my legs. Ow. It's like kneading. Thick, thick, so, thick, she's thick, saying um, I love you with tiny little knives. Yes.
1: <laughs> cat love.
0: <laughs> like trying to give me kisses, like booping my nose with her nose. Aww. She's a very loving, loving cat. I um, <laughs> what's her name sugar <laughs> sugar i've had hey, her since enough? i was like seven and i was like thinking like innocent childhood mind she's a ta- she's like a calico cat so she's got bits of white bits of brown bits of black you've got white sugar you got brown coffee sugar mm. and you got caramel kind of homemade caramel you know when it goes black
1: <laughs> good name perfect thank name you.
0: thank you what's yours one called
1: pickle pickle (laughs) we have pickle and monkey um, (laughs) and um yeah pickle is a pickle but she's she's an old lady now she's golly how old is she my son's 15 she's 17 i think um and rules the household
0: oh (laughs) no my cat just goes sugar just goes wherever she wants Mm -hmm. i mean she's Mm -hmm. uh, she stays upstairs while our dog Boudicca stays downstairs but um no, she's now taken to going into the spare room that she never went into before.
1: Well, she's got your lap as well. She's not stupid.
0: No, definitely. And then whenever she wants attention, she comes into my room.
1: Aww. Oh, is that Boudica? I can hear?
0: Yeah. Yeah, she's really noisy. <laughs> but um, uh, I did have one cat, though, called Crookshanks. Yeah, I named him uh-huh. after the Harry Potter cat. Yeah. But he ran away. I don't know where he is. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Yeah, but um, what we think happened to him is that um he got like rounded up but with um one of my neighbours' cats when they moved out. So I think that's what might might have happened. Oh, I'm not sure.
1: You moved home.
0: Oh bless him. But at least I got sugar still. She loves mm. me.
1: <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> but um
0: so one thing that I wanted to um sort of touch up on in terms of like um like commercial work is that how in the olden days it was more Queen's English. Mm. You know, like this is the new, well, this is a new wonderful product from Boots, <laughs> like that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, and also of course now it's more regional accents. Mm. So I just want to get your sort of view on that, like the sort of evolution from Queen's English to more regional accents, because you get like Welsh, you get Northern, you get Scottish sometimes. Well, yeah. What's your take on that?
1: Yeah. Um, another whole load of training I've done this year has been with Nick Redman, who's a, who's a vocal coach and accent Mm. coach. And you're completely right. Um, Voices, a voice that sounds like mine, received pronunciation RP English was Mm. always what was heard for commercials and things like that. And now um, I'm less, I don't know if I'm less likely to book, but, but the voices people want to hear are the voices that they hear every day and and they if if you go out and and speak to anybody not that we're doing much that nowadays but you know what i mean um Mm. there's there's such a diverse range of accents and if you live in a town or a city you're going to hear accents from other european countries other countries around the world as well as all of the regional uk accents so um yeah i think i think that's a good thing that's that's real life um But at the same time, when coronavirus happened, a lot of places wanted, it wasn't so much based on an accent, but they wanted to feel reassured and confident and safe and a voice that you could trust. And sometimes that went back to this kind of a sound. Um, uh, I I think it's quite interesting how trends and things go around and and maybe it's more of a tone rather than an accent Mm. but my voice is known for being trustworthy um inspiring confidence very clear um and those kind of attributes are quite often what people want when there's a big crisis going on Mm. um but conversely to that. this voice is also considered in America to be the voice of luxury goods and um, also kind of sciencey stuff. If they want a woman and they want a and it's a science message, they'll probably go British <laughs> because they think we sound smart. Um, so uh, funnily enough, I do do quite a lot of medical narration and things like that. And I don't have a medical background, but I'm quite good at saying the words. Um, so so, yeah, it's, it's very interesting how trends in how voices sound and, and of course, with all the, the Black Lives Matters thing and better representation for people of all creeds, colours, sexual orientations, all of that, people want to hear that reality yeah. of how life is today reflected in the voices that are selling them stuff. Because, you know, people with different skin colours to you might still buy your toothpaste or... Mm. Um, or a different sexual preference to you probably still brush their teeth as well. Um, So, so it's, it's, it can only be a good thing, I think. And, and, and in terms of opportunities for voices that sound different, yes, I do accents and I do regional accents and stuff like that, but um, a lot more people want the real thing. Um, So I think from that point of view, it's great. There's more opportunity. Um, we were all unique in terms of our voice and our USP is how we sound. I sound different from you. You sound different from, from him. He sounds different from her, you know, and so on and so on. So um, as a voiceover, your voice is your calling card really. And then how you conduct yourself and how you run your business and how you, how professional you are and all of those other things. But ultimately the first thing they hear is your voice. So I think there's plenty of opportunity for, for everybody nowadays however they sound which is such a good thing
0: yeah absolutely it's kind of like reflective of the world we're living in today isn't it like um and it's like such a metropolitan sort of diverse England now that there's just such a massive market basically Mm, yeah it's wonderful Mm, absolutely because I was thinking about it because I remember I don't know why it stuck in my memory so much but I was watching um I saw an advert a long long time ago um and the voiceover i think i'm pretty sure was done by kimberly nixon do you know her no i don't oh okay well she's an actor and um she was in fresh meat have you seen that no all right (laughs) (laughs) Uh, she's um she's a welsh actor and um yeah i don't know why but her her voiceover sort of stuck in my head a little bit Mm -hmm. and um also kind of reminded me of um joanna page as well Mm -hmm. like when Mm -hmm. she um did like a what it was like a it was like a pet show on um like a Pet behavioural show on the um, uh-huh. Sky One. I don't uh-huh. know what it was called, but she was doing that, and yeah, I, th- I think Welsh accents really stick in my mind for some reason.
1: Mm. I did. Um, I've been in two different productions of Under Milkwood by Dylan Thomas. Um, mm. I did one at school and then again at university, and I I kind of nailed a Welsh accent back then when I was at school, and so then I did it again at uni and stuff. And I love how the Welsh sound. I'm sure that mm. if to a Welsh audience, my Welsh accent would be a bit suspicious, but mm-hmm. um, but um, but it's it's been good enough to book me some some work, so that's yeah. good.
0: Can you still do it's it now?
1: My Welsh accent, well, I can say that yes, um, I can tell you a few things if you like, if you want to ask me another question. But at the moment, um, I'm just probably concentrating on sounding authentic, which is obviously nothing to do with being fake. It's more to do with being precise and sounding, well, sounding warm and, and kind and lovely.
0: Wow, that was really good. I can't do a Welsh accent to save my life. <laughs> it's uh, practice, practice, practice. Yeah, definitely. I think I need to go to Nick Redman. <laughs>
1: Nick Redman is a legend. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God.
0: Like, uh, it's funny because I I feel like sometimes... If people has like, obviously, if people have, like, family members from a like, different nationality, I feel like they can do accents a lot better.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Sure. If you grow up hearing a sound, then um, it resonates. It it becomes part of you. Um, I was actually talking to Nick Redmond a couple of days ago, and she was saying her little boy, she, so she's, she's, um, has an, has a, um, a Northern Irish accent. Mm. I'm saying Northern Irish not Southern Irish, is it? No, she's Northern (laughs) Irish. (laughs) Sorry, Nick, I'm getting it wrong. My brain's having a complete brain freeze. But her little boy is going to school in Manchester, so he sounds very Mancunian. But and she was talking about when when he comes out of school, he sounds one way, and by the time the the it's kind of gets to tea time, he's sounding a bit more like himself, which is a mixture of her and her husband, and her family. One side is is from. Yorkshire one and then there's more people in the family from Manchester and so you yeah that child probably will be a vocal chameleon that can do all mm. these different accents because it's just what they hear um,
0: yeah
1: yeah it's he very be, interesting actually
0: he could be a voice over <laughs> I,
1: I think he's it's almost inevitable that this little child <laughs> will be a voice over <laughs> <racist>.
0: <laughs> I mean one one thing I do do too is sort of like practice for accents is like watch a lot of TV, like not mm. just like like dramas or anything, but mainly like um again, sort of rolling into that sort of like real people sort of things, like watch a lot of like cooking shows, like mainly Australian ones. Uh-huh. Like uh, me and my mum are watching my kitchen rules at the moment. And we don't even watch it for the cooking, we just watch it for the drama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they weird, they cast
1: they? these shows very carefully don't they
0: they do like there's a weird scandal going on involving like an alliance between two people who hated each other just so they can destroy all the <laughs> other contestants it's really strange but um i feel like watching these things helps me do an australian accent a bit better mm, let's hear it let's hear it okay so i'm sitting here in my bed in my bedroom just doing my podcast with the lovely katie Flamin. And we're just talking about voiceover stuff, you know. I got my cat here next to me, and we're just having a nice little Monday afternoon.
1: Really nice. Thank you. Well I mean, done. it's probably,
0: I'm hoping no one in Australia hears that and, and like comments. <laughs> I'm not listening to this anymore because I feel attacked. <laughs> but no, that's what that's something I read. I like to do like I, oh oh yeah, and watching like Southern American TV, te- you know, like in the South, not like South American TV. Yeah. but like watching um like the oh, what is it? there's quite a lot of um. 90 day fiance things that we watched. there's quite a lot mm. of people from the south in there that we well, watch that's
1: I mean that's one of the things that Nick recommends that ah. rather, you don't you don't want to get your accent kind of samples from an actor because you mm. don't know whether that actor is doing an accent um, mm. and you don't know what influences they've had that they've kind of got behind that accent. You want the real deal. You want yeah. local radio or you want these shows where people are just talking how they talk um, because they're real people. So that's absolutely perfect for collecting, collecting voices. Um, yeah. And it's also brilliant for character creation as well um, because you might not necessarily get your accent completely perfect, but with that accent, whenever you are thinking about your Australian accent, you're going to be thinking about those those crazy people who are waging the war on the other people. Yeah. And there's a whole character in there that oh, you can yeah. use for, for a, um, an animation, you know, nutty baddie or whatever it may be. Um, and, and the other show you're watching as well, there, there, there'll be whole characters in there. And, and like I said, these shows are cast really carefully. They have a, they have, um, I, Oh, I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about it. I won't talk about it, but I happen to know from somebody who is close to me, who auditioned for a similar show to some of the ones you're talking about, <laughs> that that person, they, will, they wanted to know where that person would fit within the dynamic of the show. So they were kind of saying, do you think you would be kind of, how would your friends describe you? Do you think you'd be the mother of the group? Um, and things like that, because they obviously, they had a wacky one and they had a a, a, a needy one and they wanted a sort of motherly one um so yeah it's it's an it's an art form those shows and and so it's not just the accent that you're that you're absorbing with your watching you're absorbing all those all those really um character archetypes essentially
0: like it's funny that you bring up character when you talk about these people because one of one of the main the villains of the program let me say of my kitchen rules he actually has the sort of facial hair that he can twirl, like twist, like, <laughs> like a villain. <laughs> and, um, what I, and it's so funny, like he's supposed to be a poker player. Uh-huh. And he makes it very obvious about what it is that he's doing. So, that so reason- he hasn't got a poker
1: face at all. <laughs> no,
0: absolutely not. Like he's definitely the sort of person who would like, <laughs> like, go undercover. And he's like, oh, isn't this like the big, um, the big bad guy corporation <laughs> who's stealing arms to some <laughs> undisclosed war-mongering country? I'd love to talk to him and get to know his deal. <laughs> like. That's definitely the sort of people person he is. Like, I'm not. It's even like joking. the baddie
1: in Danger Mouse or something. Oh, definitely.
0: <laughs> there we go. That's we've already established the character. Let's not air there this because we don't want to give away the secret.
1: No, no, no. Save it. Save it. Put it in your. Write it in your character notebook.
0: Definitely, but you can use it for sure. <laughs> so, um, you've already talked talked about um, like um. Uh, whatchamacallits character voices that you'd like to uh sort of pursue more in 2021 that is there anything that you'd like to be a part of like any franchises that you'd love to be a part of one day or anything
1: oh um
0: well i for the
1: last year for the first time ever i made a vision board um hmm. and a lot of people talk about the power of vision boards and i've never done it and um and it's quite interesting because 2020 didn't turn out how anybody's vision. (laughs) So I'm just looking at it now in my booth and, and, and I put some, um, I put some uh, brands on there that I wanted to work with, you know, Disney and discovery channel and, um, and things like that. And, and so it's really, I'm almost sort of scared to say things out loud because then I don't want to jinx it, but at the same no. time I do believe that if you if you put something out there, and then you remind yourself that that is your dream, sometimes it, it encourages the universe to make it happen for you. Mm. Um, so, I mean, there's lots of big brands I really admire, and um, my husband won a a hamper, a Fortnum and Mason hamper in a mm. quiz. Um, and it arrived the other day and I was just like, oh, there's such an amazing brand and, um, and this is so fabulous and all the, the lovely stuff inside. And I thought, God, I'd really like to, to voice some stuff for Fortnum and Mason. So there you go. That, that's put one out there, but um, yeah, I need to, that's something I really need to think about over the next sort of um, few months really, and actually visualize and say out loud to the world, these are the brands I'm targeting this year. These are the campaigns I want to be involved with. Um, Because if you don't admit it to yourself, then why would, if you don't believe it for yourself, then why would they believe that you could do it for them, I think?
0: Mm, Yeah, absolutely. I I would love to do sort of like cosmetic adverts. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes, I don't know why, but I just sometimes randomly go, I just sometimes randomly go, maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Like that sort of thing. I don't know why I just like randomly... (laughs) do that one line
1: <laughs> i think um i've i have done some beauty cosmetic stuff um for a, a beauty company called clay depot bote who are um i think they're japanese company by sounds french but i think they're japanese mm. company by um where they're kind of based um and i've done some voiced some of their product videos and tv commercials in for, in america um mm. And um, uh, yeah, that was very cool. And I said to them um, um, in a session we had back in the summer, it was super hot and um, it was just unbelievably hot in my booth. And I, it was a long session. We were doing three different adverts. And, and I said to them, oh, it wouldn't be so amazing to have, um, have this th- a, 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 a pot of this cream or whatever it was I was talking about. But of course you can't get it in the UK. And they said, oh, yes, you can actually. Um, it's available in Harrods. So I was like, wow. So then, after the session, I looked it up, and you can indeed buy um, la crème. It's called. You can buy it in Harrods, and um, so next time you're in there, Z, um, mm. if you could get me a jar. It's mm. seven hundred pounds for one oh. jar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just like,
1: oh! and I'd said to them, so maybe you could send me a sample, and then after the session. I went and saw how much it cost. I thought, "Oh my goodness, there's no way they're going to send me a sample," and they haven't. Um, oh. But um, but yeah, so um, so that's pretty bonkers. But I think oh, um, I think I suspect a lot more people use Maybelline. I would have thought. <laughs> so um, so keep keep working on that one.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Is it the, is it the one in like the golden sort of tub?
1: Yeah, place?
0: yeah. I think I got it. Claire de pa- Claire Clair de, de
1: Peau Yes.
0: Yeah, I found it and it's on a discount. It's 520 pounds by the looks of Is it. Is it
1: Black Friday? Um, yeah. yeah. That's it. It's Chris, Christmas shopping. Oh, well, uh, there you go. Well, if yeah, you're offering, really you know, generous, I won't say no.
0: They're being really generous at <laughs> <with> that price. <laughs>
1: it's mad, isn't it? Oh, really absolutely.
0: funny. Absolutely. It's like those people who buy like 1,000 bottles of water. Mm-hmm. Like, no, mm-hmm. 1,000 £1, pound bottles of water. Then, mm. Mm. <laughs> yes, crazy. Yes. What's it supposed to do?
1: Mm, well. I think if you've got that kind of money, you probably don't notice.
0: No, that's no, weird. I think you get a flash bottle with it, but that's about it.
1: <laughs> you put a candle in it afterwards.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I've, st- I've still got to use that bottle of champagne that I got for my birthday. It had a really nice pink decorative bottle that we just need to get a candle to fit in it. And then it's yeah. good as gold.
1: Or you can get um, those corks that have a string of fairy lights attached to them so yeah. you put the cork in the top and then the lights go down inside the bottle um they're very good actually i think mm. that's reminded me that that would be a good thing to get some people um they are yeah, they're pretty and then it yeah. doesn't make it all waxy
0: oh yeah absolutely and okay life, and yeah. lifestyle tips yeah. <laughs> on let's talk pixels diy <laughs> we do nostalgia careers and diy absolutely it's all here <laughs> i go anywhere else <laughs> so you've already like talked about the animation that you can't tell us about but is there anything that you're up to at the moment that you can tell us about
1: um i've done um a couple of virtual award shows in the last couple of weeks it's kind Mm -hmm. of award season um so i did um now i've got to get get the names right i did the flood and coast awards which sounds bonkers but Mm -hmm. was really interesting um it's, it's an awards based in the UK, but they did give some prizes to people. Um, now it's, has it happened yet? Can I say this? Um, they gave some prizes to people who were not based in the UK, let's say. And, um, and it was very interesting because it's all about initiatives that people are doing all over the country to tackle global warming and climate change and mm. rising sea levels and things. Um, and, and also some things that people are doing in other countries um in indonesia and things like that to replant mangrove forests to um help with coastal erosion because the mangroves can um take it when the water levels rise really high and then when they recede and the roots bind together the the banks of the of the um where the rivers come up against the where everybody's got their businesses and shops and houses and stuff so it was super interesting. They're not always interesting. The award shows I do, <laughs> um, but that one was really interesting. And I did a, a financy one as well about global banking awards um, for best, and, and I read out many, many, many categories about best app and um, and best B two B banking charges and things, which was um, less interesting but very important to the people involved. So, um, so yeah, I've been doing quite a lot of that at the moment um and i've got lots of corporates going on this week um some repeat clients come back to me with things Uh, i do quite a lot of work in the financial sector and they they like how i sound i sound trustworthy and authoritative and all those things and of course people doing investing um in in business markets 2020 has thrown everything up in the air in terms of um what's how how the world economy is going so there's quite a lot of rejigging and repositioning there and um so a lot of my clients are making explainer videos and and things like that there's the job that we do we're so lucky to be working in this in this environment where so many poor poor people are not working that's one Mm -hmm. thing but communication is absolutely vital when when everything goes wrong in the world and and people need to they need to know what to do and know what not to do and and communication is is our skill um and it's a gift really i i really do feel that and and i'm so lucky to be able to 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 use that talent and use that skill well to make money but to but to to help people ultimately yeah. we we communicate with people and we help people and um and we connect and that's a really powerful and kind of not to get all wishy-washy and silly about it, but it is a really important thing that we do. Um so just because it's a corporate video or an awards due or whatever, it's there's somebody at the other end of that awards due going, Yay, we won, or somebody else going, Oh wow, yeah, I I do need to reposition my stocks to that because that's that's really important for the planet or whatever it might be. So every job I do is is important to somebody and maybe a lot of people so yeah yeah it's um I love my job
0: <laughs> yeah you should it sounds really really good
1: <laughs> I'm but, very um, lucky
0: yeah absolutely absolutely so where can our listeners find you on social media
1: um I'm on all the things um mm. but my name is tri- tricky so my name is Katie Flammon, which is spelt k a t i e f for freddy l for lemon a for apple m for mother m for mother again a for apple n for november and i'm on linkedin and instagram and facebook Uh, i have a, a business page and i'm just called at Katie Flamen on all the things. So, um, no underscores, no gaps. Um, so, you should be able to find me on those things if you can spell my tricky name. <laughs>
0: sure, no problem. I'll be sure to spell it all out in the description. But, um, is there also, before we sign off today, is there an inspirational message that you took from your career that you'd like to share? I would
1: say never, ever give up on your dreams and your ambitions. You're never too old to learn something new and try something new and reinvent yourself. So I didn't start doing voiceover until I was 40. And I've had this amazing seven years of of learning and growing and meeting people. And I'm doing things now that I never imagined I would do when I first got in that coat cupboard and and started auditioning on pay-to-play sites. So, my main message is believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, nobody else is going to. Um, and don't give up on those dreams. Just go for it. What have you got to lose?
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much, Katie. That was Katie Furman. Thank you for having me. It's been lovely.